Kyle. We are here to recap the Super Bowl. I got Keenan with me. I got Camden with me. I got Tim with me. I said Tim last because it's Black History Month and we got three brothers here. So, fellas, what is up? What's good? We got Tim and Hemoth- we got Hemothy here with Camden. Um, I'm great. I uh, got out of work today. Uh, chill day. Very, very chill day. So I'm good. Ready to talk a lot of football. Do you, do you usually not get out of work? No, I'm just saying I got out of work today. And it was, as I got out of work today, like <laughs> Sammy Conus, cheer, chill day. I thought luckily. it was – luckily I got out. Um, normally I get caught up and have to stay there until the morning. have to sleep there. Cam, Tim, what's up? How y'all doing? I've been doing pretty good. Um, you know, it's the day of love, Valentine's Day, so that was pretty dope. Good day. I will say it's it's past my bedtime right now, but I'm always happy to do the podcast and happy to stay up and rock it for a little bit. Oh man. For those guys. for those at home, it's uh ten o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Cam has got Cam, what time you gotta get up tomorrow? Probably like six AM. Yeah. What time I try to get up for you? Uh, what time? Like, like, what's the like, what's the alarm? Alarm, alarm clock. Like, I have to be up at this time. Well, I got, well, I got mad alarms going off. I got my first one at normally going off at five forty-five. Then I got one at five forty-nine. Then <laughs> five I hope to get out of bed by six. Sometimes I go to the six oh five one, and that's my plan. All right. And what time do you actually go? Do I have to be at work by? I get to work ideally around like seven o'clock, seven ten. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's and uh, last thing I want to ask before we get to actual football, Camden, song of the month or artist of the month for you right now is who? Artist of the month. Man, that's a good question. So, not gonna lie, dude. I've been on a country crick trying to get ready for this Chris Stapleton, you know, national anthem. I've been listening to the Steel Drivers a lot this month. Not gonna lie. Okay. And then my other one I would have to say is um I would go either um John Baptiste or um Robert Glasper or my two other people. Wait, question. So is this like just in general your artist of the month or is this for like your music teacher? Is this for like your class, your uh your artist of the month? That was just for me personally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was yeah. Gonna, for those prior, I mean, we were talking prior about, like, I guess yes. you, you do do Artist of the Month for your your students, yes, correct? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So who, who is that we were discussing month? We're discussing making Ice Spice Artist of the Month for Cam Stewart. So <laughs> I think Black History Month, why wouldn't you have Ice Spice? Like, you know, but... Cam seems to think otherwise, and he's going to go with a safer option. I'd be getting in trouble if I do ice spite. I'd have to send things home. I don't know. Uh, so it's either it'd have to be either ice spice or who else we got? Maybe, maybe Master P. Cam, I'm gonna say I'm going to guess your artist of the month, Camden, for at school, and uh I'm going to guess it is Stevie Wonder. That's pretty close. Who is it? Marvin Gaye. So I think that, was the, that was honestly going to be the first person I was going to guess, but then I was like, he's back on with you Marvin Gaye. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. 
should have guessed Marvin Gaye. Man, that was going to be it. Is there someone typing oh, right the other now? way around. My bad. <laughs> Are you doing homework? <laughs> That's fine. I was just curious. You're, you sound like you're typing on an old Mac. Or a PC. A typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, after that little banter. So, Kansas City Chiefs, 38-35. They are the NFL Super Bowl champions. Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP, as you would expect in the Chiefs win. Uh, I'm going to head straight to it. What did you guys feel about the call at the end of the game? Well, you already know how I feel. Uh, This is exactly what I was talking about at the end of the AFC Championship game. Yep. Uh, And look, the Eagles, everybody on the Eagles side owned up to it, said it was a penalty. Sure, by the letter of the law, I guess he did hold. He definitely held. But do any of you, you know, I disagree here already. I'll tell you, I do not think it was a catchable ball. Do any of you think it was a catchable ball? No, it was absolutely not a catchable no. ball. So he, so I'm just going to quickly explain, and then I'll let you guys all get into everything you guys feel about it. So I think that shouldn't have been a penalty because, one, it wasn't a catchable ball, and, two, I would have let that go in a regular season game. The point that we made last uh, a couple weeks ago was I think that penalty, the rough in the passer, has to be called at every point in the season and any point of the game. If they let that go in the first quarter, I would have been fine with it because it would – they were both handing back and forth, and like, yes, he did pull a little bit, and he turned his body a little bit, but the ball wasn't catchable at all. Mahomes, like Juju, could have ran with nobody there, and he wouldn't have gotten there. Like, so I hate, I hated that call. I thought the call was terrible. But you guys go on. I'll go. Um, well, well, one. As far as I know, the ball doesn't have to be catchable for it to be a holding. For pass interference, it has to be a catchable ball. But since it's holding, it's like a completely different ballpark. You can't hold the wide receiver at any point. But beyond that, um, I would have rather them not called that uh, just to make the game a little bit more interesting. But it was a penalty. They did call it. Um, Just kind of how it goes. I think in this situation, if I was the ref, I probably wouldn't have called this. I think this is a similar situation to the AFC Championship game. Um, but this one's a little less blatant to me because there are definitely camera angles looking at this one that were like, oh, there's no penalty. But then there were a couple that's like, yeah, that's definitely a hold. That's my take. And for me, I'm on the same boat as everybody else of like, that wasn't a call that I would make even in the um, regular season it wasn't a catchable ball and it made a moment that we all wanted to see just a buzzkill moment we all wanted to see the Eagles and Hurts with the ball one more time they were torched they were able to just do so much with their offense they tied the game up with 35 I, I wanted to see him with the ball in his hands one more time I really did and we lost out on that moment on a call that I like. I understand that by the textbook it is that, and I understand that that's how it ended up. And I'm super happy the Chiefs won and they deserve it. It just kind of sucks that it went out that kind of way with such a high scoring 
anticipated game. I 100% agree. Like, that was everything we could have asked for in a game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he throws that ball incomplete, I think everybody thought, like, okay, here we go. You know, Kansas City's going to line up to kick a field goal. There's a good chance here we get OT. And if not, we're at least going to see, you know, Philly give their best play calls here to determine the season. And we were robbed of that. Instead, we got a very anticlimactic short field goal to end an outstanding game to an outstanding season, by the way, like a great NFL season. So, yeah, I was very disappointed. Yeah, it just – I didn't like it I because I, watching it real time, I was like I wouldn't have even called that in a regular season because that was obviously when we talked before, that was my justification as to why I would have – as to why I would have uh, not, th- I would have thrown the pl- penalty mm-hmm. because of the fact that I would definitely call that in the regular season game, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. So I think you've got to call something to me that was that blatant. Obviously, for others, it wasn't that way. But this one here, I, I'm fine with him, especially receivers going back and forth a little bit. I'm fine with that. Like, that's perfectly fine. Like they get football's a physical game. You're gonna have physical plays like that. I, I was fine with it, but that's me. Um, otherwise, though, the Eagles to me lost this game in the second quarter with the Jalen Hurts fumble. Obviously, there was so much more football that had to be played, but by lost it, I mean they put themselves in a position to lose the game that way. They had driven on them twice. They were driving again. It would have been probably at worst seventeen to seven, if not twenty-one to seven, and then just just let go of the ball. And Nick Bolton picks it up. Now instead of it's fourteen seven or whatever it is, it's twenty. It's fourteen to fourteen, and that's kind of not the ball game essentially, but that definitely gave the Chiefs a lot of momentum. Took all the momentum out of the Eagles. They even went down and scored, but still, it felt like okay. The Chiefs have a chance now. All they have to do is keep it close because they didn't play a good first half. They barely possessed the ball, and they still found themselves not down a terrible amount like they could have been. What do you guys feel? I mean, I don't know if I could say the game was won and lost in the second quarter, but, I mean, that was certainly one of the critical plays of the game. Uh, you know, I just, I just keep going back, though, to that final drive, you know what I mean? And the final call. Uh, It almost makes everything null and void for me, really, just because it was such an evenly played game. Uh, You mentioned the Hurts turnover. You had Mahomes hurt in the first half. Then he comes out in the second half and runs perfectly fine. Uh, I don't know. It was a great night. I thought the halftime show was good. (laughs) I mean, I'm getting off topic here, but just to say, like, halftime show was good. I don't usually... Uh, fuck with the commercials. I thought usually they've been over overrated over the last like eight to ten years. I thought it was a great night of commercials. You know, like I thought everything about Sunday night was perfect, except for that last play. So you know, yeah, the turnover was critical. You know, whatever else, you know, the Mahomes injury that was critical. But I don't know. Everything he looked I- fine after. I mean, obviously, like he got whatever he got in, and he looked fine. Yeah, and. uh I mean, look, he's regardless, he might be fine, but he might be at 80, 85% with that high ankle sprain. I mean, he's probably, what, week four, week three into that high ankle sprain? So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just still keep coming back to that final final drive and final call. Yeah, I'm watching it right now, and I just, I don't like it at all. Yeah. For me, um, if we're not because you can't you can't say that you wouldn't lose your thing by one moment. You of know? course. And, um, that's where I, I will give the Chiefs credit, and that was one moment, and it gave them the win, and that's fair. I will say the moment the Chiefs, I mean the Eagles, lost it is that third quarter, man. They just let Mahomes in, not even like impressive stats in terms of yardage or anything, but scoring every drive, setting up themselves to be able to just be in a place to win, letting Kadarius Tony have that punt return all the way down the field. It was just that third quarter. Their defense came out flat-footed from special teams to defensively, and I think that really got to them. I mean, Andy Reid and that offense, Eric Bieniemy have great plays written up, but two of those touchdowns, that was throwing to people that I could throw a touchdown to. So that's why I think they were losing the game. Yeah, that Tony play actually was probably the critical play to me. Yeah, that was one of the. That was, that was definitely one of the critical points. I would say that the second that fumble from Hertz in the second quarter, though, for me was like, it just obviously you can make a mistake and come back. I mean, obviously they put themselves in a position to be able to still be up, but that I just feel they would have been able to go up twenty-one to seven there, the way they sure. were moving the ball, and from that point. Then you get not panic mode because obviously the Chiefs have came down from twenty four nothing in the first quarter and had the lead by half. So like they can come back from that deficit. It just I just felt like the Eagles' momentum kind of got stopped a little bit and it allowed the Chiefs to get back into the game when I feel like they really could have just punched them in the mouth and got them real woozy, almost knocked them out. So yeah, but I don't I don't think I don't know if going up twenty one seven or even seventeen seven there. Because, I mean, it could have ended up just being 17-7. I think, you know, Kansas City was moving the ball so well. In the first yeah, half, it's first... not as much. They really – they only had like seven minutes of – or eight minutes of possession in the first half, which is why I was – That's true. But I guess I mean, like, regardless when they get the ball back, if they were able to do it later in the game, they're going to be able to probably do that early in the game too. You know what I mean? It's still Mahomes. It's still Kelsey. Yeah. It's still the KC offense. I mean, you know – if you can't come back from a two-score deficit in the Super Bowl, then what are you doing there? You know, they end up putting up 38 on it anyway. So I don't... I just think I, that 24-14 could have been at least 28-10, to 10, or if not 31-14, it would have made a difference. But obviously the be. rest of the game needed... The rest of the game, I just think that was a huge momentum switch in the game. But sure. of course. But of course, I mean, you, you had 37 minutes to play after that, so it's not like it's the end of the world. Timmy, how did yep. you feel? I think the Kadarius Tony punt return was really like the nail in the coffin. Um, I feel like that was a, a pretty pivotal moment. The problem that the fumble was really pivotal, pivotal, pivot, pivotal, uh, <laughs> pivotal. <laughs> and you you brought up the point that they didn't they didn't match time of possession very well. I mean, it kind of makes sense they didn't have that offensive drive, you know. They literally scored defensively, and then the Eagles took over again. So, like, of course, the Eagles should have more time. Um, there's also a solid chance that if he doesn't fumble there, the Eagles go down and score, 
then it's 14-7, and then the Chiefs get the ball back, they go down and score, then it's 14-14, and then it's halftime. They weren't really moving on them, though. They had, like, three, two or three three and outs. Their halftime adjustments were great in this game. They did make great. That's what I was going to say was if they, I think the game was won anywhere, it was the second half. They came out and played a flawless second half. No, absolutely. They, big play after big play. They always converted. They didn't. They literally scored on every single possession in the second half. Yeah. Uh, pretty sure Mahomes only had one incompletion in the second half. Uh, the Eagles' defense kind of just came out, like Camden said, pretty flat-footed, it seemed, in the second half there. They weren't getting after the quarterback. They weren't really showing that they were the number two pass defense all year. I didn't really see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that punt return, bringing them all the way down to, like, what, the five-yard line? I thought that was yeah, I was unexpected. Was... It was it was an exciting play to watch because I thought he was going to I thought he was going to house it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, part of me was definitely cheering for the New York Giants, Kadarius Tony, not the Kansas City Chiefs one there, but <laughs> uh, it is what it is. He's got a ring now. It's for the best. Um, but yeah, I would say the whole second half, the Eagles, even though their offense was able to match it, you know, and score pretty much whenever they needed to, um, they just really didn't play up to par. No. And then. The Eagles, the, the Chiefs are a very, very good team. Reed is a great, co- great coach. Um, those Camden pointed out the two wide open touchdowns that they had. Same exact play, by the way, if you look. And uh, yeah, they're such a per- person. They literally just went Madden style and went. I'm running it to the other side. <laughs> uh, they so they exposed a couple of things here. So one, I saw a video on way back. I think it was week four. The Eagles played the Jaguars. And the Jaguars were able to expose them with that same same exact play design. When you're in, within like the ten yard line, the Eagles will go man to man. In that, whoever they run there leaks out. If they just they run a motion across the play before, and then that play comes, the motion stops at the tight end, runs backwards, and it completely throws that whole defense off. And they literally were able to do it two times without them adjusting to it. So. <sighs> Someone all right back there. <laughs> I, I don't that, know who's I don't know who's in that was. I don't either. I think it might have been Danny in like the other room. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not as critical. Think it might have been. Like, let me hold on. You guys keep talking. Let me just check to make sure everything's okay. Gotta go check on uh, Valentine's Day. Make sure not upset. I like that he asked if she's split her throat. Yo, I like how we're getting the audio of it, too. Yeah. Okay, you're good. I'm just making, I'm just making sure you're okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, Danny's okay. <laughs> she choked on a chip, so everything is, everything is good. That sounds like a horrible Valentine's Day. God, just eating some Doritos and just choked on a chip. Everything's okay. I go on with wherever we were at. I was pretty much done. Um, very good Super Bowl. Very entertaining. Yeah, uh, it was one of the. It was definitely the anticlimactic end made it kind of yeah. a little less than it could have been. It was. I will say though, the the final play. To see Jalen Hurts underthrow the Hail Mary by like 30 yards was pretty funny. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Like, he's never had to yeah. like 
for. You know, his longest touchdown throw, air yards, was like 40 yards all season. But then the one time that it matters most, he put everything into it, and he came up quite a bit. Oh, no, that was terrible. About that was if terrible. that was Patrick, it would have been out the other end of the end zone. So Yeah, or, or Josh Allen. Yeah. Herbert, any of these young quarterbacks can make it. Like, Burrow would have gotten it farther than that. I'm not sure if he gets it to the end zone, but he gets it farther than that. So is how how is everyone here going to remember the game exactly? Like when someone asks you about the Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl, what's the first thing you guys are going to tell them? I'd probably say defenseless. It kind of seemed like like there were definitely some punts, but it was like <laughs> they came away with some points. Um, yeah, there. Um, if I had one thought on this game, I mean, the play that we're going to remember was the play at the end. But really, what it comes down to is just the Chiefs as a whole just stick together, play well, and Andy Reid's a great coach. That's honestly what I'm going to think about this Super Bowl as. Yeah, I'll remember the uh, the Dallas Goddard catch. That was a pretty good catch, uh, and I think. They made the right call going back and seeing that even after he lost possession and regained it, he still had his foot down. So, like, that was the step. Yeah. Um, I'll also probably remember the Miles Sanders fumble that wasn't. Um, me and Camden were sitting there arguing back and forth on if it was a fumble or not. It's funny because if he makes that and he's on the on the sideline going out of bounds and he fumbles, then that's a fumble. Because, like, it's the same argument with the Dallas Goddard catch. It's just, like, two feet. Does he have possession? Yeah. But yeah. since he's in the open field there, they add in the whole football move play, and it reverses the call, so. Um, for me, I'm going to take a different side, kind of like that Dallas Goddard thing, and honestly say the thing I'm going to remember in the Super Bowl is the MVP play of Jalen Hurts in this loss and seeing I don't know what the rest of Jalen Hurts' career is going to be I hope it's great I hope he keeps doing wonderful things but his performance in this game was amazing he had so many rushing touchdowns I've never seen an offense go video game style and go for so many fourth down conversions Mm -hmm. he threw the ball really really well there was awesome plays that were long launches, and I'm really excited to see where Jalen Hurts goes, but I could see him having a downfall similar to Cam Newton. And if this is what I got from Jalen Hurts, I'm super happy with what he did with his three rushing touchdowns and his awesome throwing over 300 yards and in some ways, in some capacities, outplaying Patrick Mahomes in some ways. He, he so that's absolutely what outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He had 374 yards and four touchdowns to Mahomes. 100 and, 182. Uh, like in total, 212 and three touchdowns. He outplayed <laughs> yep. Mahomes. He had a so th- that's what I'm going to remember is the play of Jalen Hurts, to be honest. That's what I'm remembering. And breaking records of rushing touchdowns and different things. I'll also definitely remember their rugby-style one-yard fourth and ones that they just kept mm-hmm. going. They could not stop that. And I don't think any team really stopped it all season. They line up, they're going for a one-yard run. They're going to get it every single time. Yeah, they'd only been stopped, I believe, four times all season. I think they're 33 of 37, if I remember correctly. 
Uh, Cam, let me ask you, though. You said you could see him having a downfall similar to Cam Newton. So you think because of his style of play that hanged up here, like, within the next three or four years? I think that – well, the thing with him is he's so strong. I've never seen a quarterback squat like him in my life. So I don't know if it's going to be injury and playing, but I think we're seeing this interesting thing of – I don't know what sort of contract. Jalen Hurts is going to get. Um, depending on what the, if what, depending on what the Eagles do though with their receivers and what they want to do with their defense, I don't know if they let him walk and see where he goes somewhere else, and that kind of messes up his whole mojo. I don't. It's tough to say what his future might be. I don't know if he's going to get hurt with his style of play, um, but I could see, foresee him going down a similar path with that run first offense um and just he's taking hits like a running back sometimes so um yeah we'll see what he looks like we'll see what he looks like that's interesting that's really interesting um i will say just to push back on jalen hurts outplayed mahomes i think the numbers look sexier for jalen hurts but i mean mahomes is 21 to 27 so he's completing everything three touchdowns he's he was damn efficient, you know what I mean? And uh, I think the numbers look better, but I thought the QB play was pretty even across the board. Like, I kind of already said what I would remember about this game, but to me, it was such a such everything we wanted. Like, who who picked the highest high score of this game? I believe it was Cam last week, right? Cam did it. Yeah. And it was still lower than this score, right? 38 oh, was A little oh, bit better. lower than this score. He had 35-28. Word. So we got... <laughs> 38-35, we got both offenses showing out. We had deep balls. We had scrambles. We had a ton of fourth down conversions. Like you said, he went, they went complete video game style. Hardly saw the punter. And when we did, we got a long-ass return that set up, you know, a final score. But, man, like all that for it to end on a, a old-school extra point, basically. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just terrible. That's everything you want out of a Super Bowl. Uh from top to bottom, from from the anthem, Chris Stapleton killed the anthem. Uh, Rihanna, like I said, she she I want to say she killed the halftime show, but you know she did her thing, especially for being pregnant. So yeah, she definitely That's a fair answer. Yep. Yeah, so let let me give her, her utmost respect. So you got that there. Those are two of the biggest aspects of the game. That's outside of the game. Like I said, the commercials were cool. Uh, so we had everything we wanted in the game. Two of the best teams in the NFL, high scoring. Blah, blah, blah. We even had defensive touchdowns all for it to end on an old school extra point. So I'll remember it all. I'll, you know, I'll glowingly talk about it because it was one of the best Super Bowls we've seen in recent memory. Uh, we were blessed in the 2010s to have mostly good Super Bowls. Uh, and this has probably been the best, definitely been the best Super Bowl of the 2020s thus far. And uh, yeah, for it to end like that, it's just a shame. But. Let me pivot here. Let me ask y'all what y'all thought of the the national anthem of the halftime show, because you know we talked about that. Uh, it had to have been over two minutes, right? We gave the over under of two minutes. Is that the it action? was. It was we over. It was over by about three seconds. Was that the Vegas line too, or did you guys just throw out two minutes? Because I didn't even see. I'm pretty sure the Vegas line was two minutes. Okay. Oh. Word. And then what about the halftime show? Let me talk about the national anthem real quick, though. Um, I saw. 
Um, I was surprised at the amount of tears I saw, though. Sirianni bawling his eyes out blew my mind. I respect it though. I I literally messaged, I messaged a group chat and said Nick Sirianni is gonna be a meme for years to come. The yeah. second the second that he started crying, and I was like, <laughs> but I again, he's worked his entire life to get to that exact moment, and then yeah. you have someone singing the anthem beautifully, and it's like you know what's coming, and you know what you're at. Like you've worked so hard to get to that moment, mm-hmm. so I feel like it was just one of those moments of like, I'm really here right now. And he just couldn't yeah. help himself, and yeah. I'm more than fine with it. I definitely respect it. Yeah, just caught me off guard. Oh yeah, <laughs> you weren't expecting that, but uh, yeah, for sure. It's like that no Sean Marino clip of him bawling pregame, and it was like, yeah. <laughs> Y'all ever been moved to tears by the anthem? Uh, no, no, <laughs> I haven't. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I have not been moved to tears by the anthem. Uh, uh, Cam, did you have any other points you wanted to make on the anthem? On the anthem? That was the only thing that was mentioned, just that one thing. He killed it, though. You're yeah, right. well, you did really well on it. The over-under was 199.5, so I'm in at 59.5. Okay. Okay, so barely, so big people got the over barely. Yeah. Um, the over uh, it was minus 280 for the over. So they were expecting him to go over. Yeah. And like Camden said, he's like, every time a country singer goes, they go over. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so halftime show. Uh, I was talking with Daniel Reed at work today, actually. And he brought up actually something that you had said, Kyle, from an old podcast. Shout out Daniel Reed. And he was like, exactly how you felt about the little baby album. You're like, I came in here expecting it exactly what I, it was exactly what I expected. It was good. It didn't like push the needle, move the needle to like go over the top. I thought she did, came out with the right songs, performed it well. Obviously she was pregnant. So I think that with the performance, it, I think all of it went very well, went smooth. I think she did a very good job with it. It just wasn't like I was blown away. And I also think the la- sorry, I think the lack of people, the lack of someone else coming out, like even if it was just one or two people, just to kind of give a little bit of a breakup, I think that would have helped too. I was ho- I, the way they panned the camera, I really thought for work that Drake was coming out. It's just how they had the camera, I thought he, they were gonna like pan it into Drake being there. But yeah, I thought it was a good show. Yeah, I thought she killed it. Like obviously, she didn't do like. She wasn't dancing or singing like she probably would have been had she not been pregnant. Mm-hmm. But the the design of the show, like having the having the lifts, you know, the stage basically lifting up and going up, look gorgeous. Three hundred three hundred feet above the above the field, that <laughs> shit is crazy. Like that's that's on another level, uh, pregnant or not. And then you add the fact that she's pregnant. Uh, I thought it was pretty impressive. So I thought the show itself was dope. She definitely kind of like breezed through her songs uh what she probably gave us eight songs would you say in a quick in a quick medley even more honestly so i thought I th- it, was- it might have been double digits i thought it was pretty good uh like the more i'm thinking about it i haven't really gone back but like like i said she wasn't really vocalizing she obviously wasn't moving the way she probably would have been had she not been pregnant but the fact that she was pregnant makes that all the more impressive especially being mm. suspended above the air 
Like that shit is crazy. I can't even imagine what that felt like. But yeah, I mean, honestly, she did more songs than I was expecting. I thought she was going to pick like... She did 12. Damn. Yeah, that's quite a set list. Like I thought she was going to do six of whatever she thought was, you know, her main six. But for her to do 12, I think that's pretty smart. And it kind of, it's neat, guest in that way. Um, I would have appreciated the guest, but I was cool with it all the same. Yeah, I just, I think it would have broken it up a little bit more. But yeah, I like her ending with diamonds. I like, I think yeah. she killed the ending with diamonds. Um, but yeah, I was hoping with work that Drake was coming out. Yeah, but, that would never, <laughs> that would never happen. No, 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 it wouldn't happen. That, but it wasn't. I know because we had talked about that. It wouldn't happen. But I was hopeful that it was going to happen. But yeah, no, she had twelve songs and she did very well. About the second best per- pregnant performance I've seen singing wise, and then obviously Serena has the takes the cake for the best pregnant performance ever. But yeah, <laughs> Tim so, Camden, anything? Um, I would say that her performance was awesome. She really maximized her time with all those songs, and the lifts were really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, like you, Keenan, I think that part. She kind of threw us off by saying she'd be joined by somebody on the stage and it being a baby. That kind of made me upset because I really wanted a guest to be there. But um, and I would say that just like the songs really worked together and she put just the awesome set and it, they all flowed really, really well. I will say this. I was a little bummed out with the choreography. I understand hers had to be limited. But the dancers' dances were boring, in my opinion. And low-key somewhat weird sometimes. Just like watching 50 little white marshmallows running out on the field and hopping and stuff. That was a little weird. Um, And I I think she could have done at least one just like outfit or costume change or something along those lines. Would have been cool to see anything like that along those lines. Or just something a little bit different. I thought the jacket was coming off at one point. Yeah. Something along those lines. Just something to change it up a little bit. But all in all, she rocked it. Had fun listening to it and watching it. And, um, yeah, I think she killed it. She sounded great live. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, you... Because, obviously, there's a lot of artists that don't sound great live. And the fact that she didn't move as much allowed her to focus really on her vocals. So, yeah, she, like, as you would say, she sounded like the records do. But, no, she sounded great live. Yeah, I actually got a question on that. So <clears throat> she's saying live, but there were definitely a lot of times when she had the mic at her waist and we could still hear her. I thought she was lip singing. Almost oh, definitely. Yeah, there was definitely some lip singing. Which yeah, makes but sense. like, how did they? How did they get those? Like, do they know that that's a point where she has to put the mic down and they just throw in the track, or is it like? Oh, they have it. They have that. They have the set planned out for probably months, and they know exactly what she's singing. So you know, uh, she knows. Probably say diamonds shine bright tonight. You and I. She the, that part. You're gonna. She's gonna be moving around or doing something. And then she'll join back in. We're beautiful with diamonds in the sky. Like they know that. So essentially, I'm assuming that, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it was definitely a good, good show. I wasn't disappointed in it in any way. I think y'all hyped her up a lot, especially on the pregame uh, that we did. Um, so I was expecting like the best ever. Um, <laughs> it was good. It was very good. 
the amount of times Camden said during the performance, I could be one of those background dancers. Was, <laughs> I think we could have set the six and it probably would have hit the over at that point. Uh, but he, he does have a point. There were a lot of dance moves that were like very basic. Uh, but I think they kind of did that knowing that she can't do a lot either. So if she was to join in, she's not going to be able to do flips and shit. So made sense. I thought it was pretty solid. The um, the floating platforms reminded me of like Super Smash Brothers, though. There were so many memes that came out about that. Uh, so that was funny. Um, supposedly, if you look at the end zone view, those platforms were wobbling a lot more than they look like they do because we obviously get the front view, so we don't see the side to side as much. Yeah. Um, but going the thin way on those platforms, I guess they were moving back and forth pretty substantially a lot of the uh fans said that they were like worried about her but obviously she was clipped in nothing to really worry about um and then i was thinking about it this morning we we see the front view imagine having tickets where you have to see the back view and you don't get to see the eyes or the face of any person during that entire show you have to watch it on the jumbotron yeah it's just like wow i'm really here at the, the concert that's happening in front of me I thought, I, was say, I thought it was good I thought it was very good I just I liked last year's person a little bit better more I don't know about if you did Kyle, Camden, Timmy but I liked last year's a little bit better I think last year's was overhyped I'm not gonna lie that's what fair that? oh yeah that's right Eminem 50 Snoop um, Snoop there's a girl there too I remember you, I think I like Blige. Blige yeah Kendrick Mary J yeah I yeah. think holograms I think it was a better performance probably but I think I think I liked like the stage design of this one um yeah this one was better no doubt yeah, yeah I, think, I think this one was better than last year I thought this one I would say this I thought this one was less predictable as far as her set list like okay they brought 50 out you know he's gonna do in the club like his most popular hit upside uh, Dre did next episode. So that was dope. Just seeing Dre and Snoop doing next episode at the Super Bowl, that's something you'd never guess would happen. Nothing but a G thing. Uh, yeah, I'd probably give the edge to last year's, but I thought this one was pretty close. Exactly. Like, I'd say we're on a good run here with those yeah. two back. Who was it before? Uh, it, or the Eminem. Weekend. The Weeknd. Yeah, The Weeknd was there. That's right. Weekend. His was a... Uh, his was more meme worthy. Yeah, he that had that was, weird thing in the camera. I was this this morning. So That's he had to do a room on the side or something. He wasn't allowed to like come out onto the field. I don't think. That's wild. I feel like weekends was like five years ago. That's crazy. That was only two yeah. seasons. Uh, yeah, it was the same. It was Rihanna. Then uh, obviously the whole Compton, Eminem, everything, and then there was the weekend. Then Shakira, then Maroon Five. So in the last five, in backwards yeah. order. <laughs> Um, I had Mars was there. Completely wiped from my memory until y'all mentioned it last time. I completely forgot about it. But <laughs> um, I thought I I liked last year's for the show better. If you were to just like take each performance, put them next to each other, I think like the production and performance of this one was definitely execu- executed better. Like if you're just going off of kind of like what they were doing, I just think the the showman aspect of watching it live that day would I liked last year's better because you had multiple people come out 
You had, uh, obviously, even if they are just performing their hits, it was just nice to see. And you had, obviously, it was in Los Angeles, so you had that L.A. Compton feel to it. I just liked how last year's felt a little bit more. I think the production was a little bit better, like, seeing it, viewing it first time. True, true. But I definitely understand what you're saying with, like, the actual performance and, like, what you had around it, the panels and everything moving, so I understand that. Any other takeaways for any of you guys on this game before we – any last thoughts on this game specifically? I'm glad we're wrapping up because it's pretty much my bedtime. And <laughs> made it 50 minutes before he's like – okay. Well, my bedtime was really 15 minutes ago, so I'm making it worth it. So I will say this. I think that I'm excited to see – this Kadarius Tony thing in the future. I don't know if this is his coming out thing or what, but I think he is an electric player. I'm, I'm excited to see what that relationship looks like in the future. And if he can make it to week four next year, yeah, there's a chance. If he can play four consecutive weeks, right, then maybe. They, they know they got to rest him at least those weeks if they want him playing any more than 10 in a season, so... He's talented, though. He does have talent. Very talented. Very shifty. Makes a lot of people miss. Yeah, He's their new mini Tyreek Hill. Perfect fit for that offense. Cam, let me ask you. Favorite commercial? Tubi. I was about to say, got to be the Tubi one. That really got us. Which one was that? Oh, come on. When they, like, Greg Olson was, like, doing a... They were announcing the game, and you thought they were doing it, and it looked like they changed the channel. I think I walked out of the room, actually, as that was going yeah, on. Yeah, that was funny. Just that. <laughs> it was mad funny. It, like, goes it, it does look like, like soap opera. Yeah. Damn. That's a that's a my bad on my part, then, I guess. I gotta. I might have to look that back up. But I do remember <laughs> I coming on and then walking out of the room. <laughs> when was, food calls, food calls, you know? He was upset. Tim, you said it's you, Tubi, you as well? What was that? Can you repeat that? Tubi for you as well as your favorite yeah. commercial? That one definitely got me for like a second, and then I was like, nah, that's not us. Once you watch it, you'll understand it um, and why we think it is the good one. It's just like there weren't really other ones that were like memorable, but that definitely got me. I saw some solid ones, to be honest with you. None of them are coming to memory or to my mind right now. Uh, what was uh, the baby one where, like, half the cast was babies? They have a commercial like this every year about babies. I don't know. That one I remember. But I don't remember that. There, so there are hard. a few solid ones, but I'm not going to lie to you. Between the games, like between in commercial time where people were watching it, I was actually doing homework. I was being a responsible guy. So, Sounds like fun. So it, was a, it, was, it wasn't terrible. I had made food. Uh, I was here. It was me, and then Danny ended up coming home from work, but it was just me. I made some slide, cheeseburger sliders. Uh, some wings, buffalo chicken dip. I made a whole platter for myself. It was, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was just alone doing homework. I gotta say, my favorite commercial was probably the Popcorners Breaking Bad one. That was solid, but that's pretty biased because I'm a I'm a big Breaking Bad guy. But uh, yeah, I like that commercial, especially they brought back Tuco. So 
yeah, no, that was dope. But overall, I thought it was a good night of commercials. I think uh, my last comment on this Super Bowl is I think it was definitely a good Super Bowl. It's better than last year's, even though I think last year's had some moments to it as well. All-time um, great Bowl, in my opinion, this one. Minus, yeah. minus the ending. Everything great. I think, yeah, we'll probably remember this one as one of the one of the greater ones. I'm just I'm looking at them right now. It's probably in the last since 2010 probably the or 2009. I'm going to go right next. I'm looking at it. I think it gives us 15. Uh to probably in the top like bordering top 5 because you have uh Pittsburgh, Arizona is definitely there. New England, Seattle, New England, Atlanta, New England, Philly or three of well, that I'd put better than that. Then you would probably put it in the same categories with. I mean, depends on how you feel. Baltimore, San Francisco, and Green Bay, Pittsburgh, be your two. Yeah, it's probably ahead of Green Bay, Pittsburgh. That one was that one was pretty good. I don't think it was particularly memorable, but so uh, so it would probably be it'd be that one or the Baltimore San Fran one would be there because the other five I think are a little better. Yeah. But, but maybe I'll remember it. But maybe down the line I'll think about it and be like, wow, this is a little better. But I think the other Philly one was a better one. Yeah, probably. especially I, with, Better and worse, but yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'd put it right in that class of the Baltimore Niners one. That was a great Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah like I said, the 2010s, we were pretty much since the, uh, the 07 Giants-Pats ones. After that, we were... We were, we were blessed with a lot of great Super Bowls. Uh, before that, it was pretty, you know, hit or miss every other year. Uh, but listen, Cam, Tim, glad to have y'all back. We'll have to have y'all back again for some, <laughs> whatever you guys want to talk. I know Tim wants to walk, talk football. Cam, you're welcome to join us anytime for basketball. Uh, we got All-Star Weekend yeah. up, which is insane. Yes, uh, Keenan, I cannot, I don't know what day we're coming back, but I cannot wait to dissect and complain about All-Star Weekend. Just like, because uh, this has potential to be a great All Star Weekend, especially Saturday night, especially if they get rid of the skills challenge ever. But yeah. what looks like that'll never go away. But yeah, I have I have some thoughts and concerns about this weekend for sure. But uh, listen, go stream Warner Brothers podcast. We got our Super Bowl episode. We'll obviously have this Super Bowl recap episode, our trade deadline review show as well as our LeBron scoring record review show. So we got those four in rotation for you. Uh, Cam, Tim, like I said, anytime, come back. Tip, Especially you, Tim, but you got other shit besides football. I know you got other shit besides football you want to talk about. Of course, he wanted to do his own. So, of course, he's got stuff. And we obviously have stuff other than us, too. Camden, I'm going to have to get his thoughts again on – on how he's had soft on LeBron. I know he's probably been itching to talk about LeBron at some point. I, have so. I know. I we need we'll have to get Camden on soon to talk Bronny. I mean Cam's here right now. Give us some give us some LeBron right now, Cam. Well, I'll say this real quick. As I said, it is my bedtime. LeBron <laughs> It sucks because I'm a huge LeBron fan. You guys know this from the beginning. Of course. All his Awesome record-breaking things come in a loss, and it's tough. Like, he had to lose that game. It sucks to go to scoring title. But all in all, that being said, 
I don't think it's even disputable or even a question that he's the greatest. It'll always be a comment, and I, I understand both sides, man. I could go on this forever and ever, but I love LeBron. He's the greatest. He'll always be my favorite player. He's just like, like his stats will stand forever. Not forever, but I'm sure somebody will break them. But, like, nobody's ever played a fuller game, I don't think, than him. So that's where I'll stand with it right now. And we'll have to have a full talk about this. I could go on this forever. One quick question yeah. and comment that, you know, will lead me to it since we're, you mentioned GOAT talk. But what's your favorite version of LeBron? Like, first Cavs, Heat, second Cavs, Lakers. What you got? This is a so I loved, loved, loved the Heat Cavs. I'm the sorry, Heat the, Cavs? Sorry, the Heat LeBron. The Heat Cavs. Yes. The Heat LeBron was phenomenal. But I will say this. My favorite LeBron was round two with the Cavs. The stuff he was doing with the Warriors, especially in the series he lost, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think we were robbed by J.R. Smith to probably solidifying him with a GOAT that year instead. So that's what I think him in the Cavs the second time was his best run. That might, I think that might be my third favorite LeBron. I think my yeah. first one's Miami and my second one's early LeBron. I absolutely love early LeBron. Yeah. But, and then some days it changes because then some days I'm like, man, that cap, that like 2016, 17 Braun was crazy. But my my favorite one, it's a little biased too because uh, that my Heat Braun, <laughs> I'm dunking dunking over John Lucas. I think he was just at his peak then. Yeah, I think I think early Braun's my favorite. Like first Cavs go around, it's probably my favorite. He was fun. I've I've gone back and forth about this. I think he LeBron was like the coolest LeBron, like off the court even too. You know, like uh-huh. he was just like I don't know. He was just dope. Not that he's not dope now, but I mean, you've heard me talk about what I think about LeBron off the court, especially Keenan. Yeah. Uh, Lakers LeBron, my least favorite. Yeah, I don't After care for it. Second Cavs LeBron, I think is the best version as far as like on court best player. Cavs. Right. I I can agree with that. Like I think it's I think. That 2013 season and that 2016 season are probably LeBron's two best years. And you could argue what, just because LeBron had 95% of the athleticism in 2016 that he had in like 2013, but he had a better shooting and he had more confidence and know-how. So I could see how you could think that that Bron's the best. And I'd take 2018 Bron over both of those. To me, that's that's peak LeBron. You think 2018, really? 2018, absolutely. Because every, every facet of the game, especially offense, offense, absolutely. Like, if you put 2018 against MJ, peak for peak, it's tough for me. Because, yeah, Braun, maybe he slipped a little bit on the defensive end, but he was still, especially in the post, an elite. But oh, yeah, off- definitely. I mean, on I- offense, he was touching every level. He's He was like what Jokic is right now, Gosh, but, right? but with elite. Elite athleticism. Yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna say I think twenty. I mean, he put he put fifty one up on the on the Warriors, like Cam was saying. He, that he put back ever, to back forty ones up, and then did put <laughs> he did back to back forty ones up. Explosive, but t- two thousand eighteen, it was like a, 
it was weird how much more explosive he was, and he developed so much just in terms of his mm. I, that's a hard that's a hard conversation for me. Like, because obviously, like, all of you're not going wrong with any of LeBron's. It's just really interesting because. I mean, I was the one in LeBron's corner thinking they were going to beat the Raptors, and you and Dustin told me I was crazy. <laughs> yes. yeah, I was rude heavy against LeBron. I, I, I know. Like... <laughs> you guys told me I was stupid, and then they swept him. <laughs> stuck, their, <laughs> stuck their soul, and DeMar hasn't seen it since in Toronto. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, uh, But to follow up on that, because you mentioned Go Talk, and I just – it's just a complaint because, like we've mentioned before, they started it, like, really early with LeBron. Like, super early. Like, after his first, definitely after his second ring. Uh, I saw someone yesterday, I think it was Stephen A., and I take that with a grain of salt because it's first take, but the amount of people talking top five, top three already. Like, let Mahomes breathe. I, yeah. Come on, I think he's. I think he's top five or touches it in terms of quarterback, but... You can't. I don't. I think it's too soon. I agree. If people want to put him in their top ten, I'm okay with that. And even that's pretty soon. But his I'm, stats are fucking elite. I'm fine. I'm fine with top ten. I I'm but, top ten. Because if he retired right now, he is top ten. But if he retired right now, he would just need to do more for me. I mean, I understand you have the two MVPs, the two Super Bowl MVPs, the two Super Bowls, and obviously three appearances. I get that. But like longevity, longevity. Twelve wins in a season, six straight mm. AFC Championship games. There's a long list that you can go on. Yeah, that's, it, that's, you, you're right, but it's just that there's still so much more time. If if Mahomes was to never get to another Super Bowl at all, it would hurt his legacy. The he's same a thing. Hall of right now. Oh, of course. Yeah, we all agree with that. Hall of Fame. In my sure. opinion, he's first ballot. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, absolutely. I'd say he's five. I'd say he's five. Hundred percent Hall. I think, uh, I think you could argue top five right now, all time. But I can't you argue it. But then you gotta, you gotta, like, yeah, he's got more than Rogers, but it's hard for me to put him over someone like Rogers. I'm Rod- putting him over Rogers. Better than Rogers, dude. Right now, I'm putting. He's way more successful with worse defenses than Rogers ever was, and ever has been, and ever will be. I'm putting him over Rogers. <laughs> Oh, Adam. I can't. I can't. I can't say he's way more successful. I understand that Rodgers has been to as many championship games. I understand Mahomes has more Super Bowl appearances and wins for sure. But Rodgers does double him in MVPs. He does. Rodgers does have the best touchdown to interception ratio ever. Like I can't just say he just dwarfs Rodgers. He might double him in MVPs, but I think he triples him in career length quadruples and maybe yeah but that's my point we but my point is after 2010 rogers won then he got his mvp and they ended up losing to the giants their 15 and one season they lost to the giants after that point if you would have said aaron Rodgers is never going to win a super bowl again or never even reach one everybody would have thought you were stupid and he's not reached one since so we don't know if mahomes right now mahomes never built different. what he's built different Okay, that, yeah, I, but, I mean, but Rogers, like, Rogers was Mahomes before Mahomes. That's my point. I'm, I don't know. Mahomes a different breed. No, Mahomes, no, Mahomes, no. Literally, yeah. other than this, Rogers can makes every throw that Mahomes does. Sorry, go the on. only thing you can call Mahomes that isn't Rod or that isn't Mahomes is goat. That's it. I I disagree with that. I mean, Mahomes is early, but I mean, he's got he's got a lot of career left. 
Uh, he's already had more injury issues than what Rodgers had early in his career. I'll say that. Uh, and this, again, I'm not slighting Mahomes here. I'll say this. And granted, we face Mahomes more early in his career, but as we just said, he was still just as elite as he is now. Obviously, he's better now, but he was immediately elite in his first for uh, 50 full touchdowns, 12 picks. Was it clearly MVP? Yeah, go on. And uh, I would say this we only saw Rodgers in the regular season. We never, unfortunately, got to see him in the Super Bowl. But I was more scared of Rodgers dropping back than I was Mahomes. And I can only judge that by those two seasons. But Rodgers was fucking frightening in his prime. He absolutely was. Like every time he dropped back, you thought it was going to be a first down. You really did. And that's what I think of when I watch Patrick Mahomes. And that's true. Play. That might be true. But I'm saying we had him in that AFC championship game, what, now four or five years ago. And it might have been frightening, but I felt a little more confident in our defense than when it was against Aaron Rodgers. And that's not, again, I'm not slighting Mahomes. I'm just saying who personally I felt more fear in. It might have been Rodgers, and we didn't face him much, and I might have felt that more for Rodgers than I did Manning or Mahomes, and we faced Peyton Manning quite a bit. I didn't. You know that you was know crazy. Just did you just tell me that Rodgers is better than Peyton Manning? No, I did not say that. I said he okay. fear in my heart dropping back to Pat than Manning or Mahomes. I don't think that Rodgers is better than Manning all time. I think that Manning's got him by an edge, but the conversation's not that crazy. Yeah, it is. It's really not best all t- like regular season quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, the one and two. Rodgers would be Manning has five. Rodgers has four. Like when you're going through Rodgers, like Rodgers' stats are insane. Yes. Ridiculous. He's he's more ridiculous than even Mahomes statistically. Like when you're going through, like he's statistically his TD to end interception ratio, like scoring points, which you do the most, insane. Insane, like that. Like I understand Mahomes is phenomenal, and I understand that. And I'm not even trying to like. He is amazing. I he's great. It's just that I think we're forgetting how like literally Rogers was Mahomes before Mahomes. I have a question. Yes. When did Tom Brady win Tom his? First... Tom Brady won. Been... Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl in his second season. What do you mean? It's time out. Okay. Time out. Cam's okay. got to bounce. Cam's so bounce. Peace. Right. Yeah, we good. Yeah. <laughs> peace, Cam. All right. See you, Cam. What, what's up, Tim? When did he win? When did Brady win his fifth Super Bowl? 2016. 16? Yeah. So, in my mind, that's when people really started believing that Brady was the GOAT, was when he got to five. He got to six, and then seven, it was just icing, right? Everybody believes he's the goat now. <clears throat> so 2016, you said. Yep. He when yeah. he beat the he beat the Falcons. And really, that was because of the Falcons' comeback. Yeah. Because I would have mean I I would have argued it after he beat the uh, Seahawks, but that's me. Well, the thing with four is didn't uh, Montana had four. Montana he was four and four, oh, yeah. 11 touchdowns, no picks in the Super Bowl. So that's where people had like, oh, he was perfect, and Tom Brady wasn't perfect. But then. Tom Brady was statistically starting to get past him, but obviously that fifth one, you're right. That fifth one is where like it started to almost become unanimous that yeah, like, he is that yeah. guy. At six, people were like, "All right, you can't argue against this man." Hundred percent. 
five, it was like, yeah, 90% of football fans are like, yep, Tom Brady's the GOAT, whatever. 100%. Got it. Here's my point with this whole thing. Kyle was talking about how when he watched Rodgers drop back, he was worried it was a first down every play. You know what I heard that whole time? Worry. You know why he's worried? Because Tom Brady will not be considered the GOAT when Patrick Mahomes retires. That's why. 2016 is when he took over. 2028 is when he loses it. No. Write it down. Write it down. Come back. Well, okay, so okay. I don't know how you got. I don't know how you got. I don't know how you got Rogers dropping back to pass in a mid two thousand. Because you were scared of Rogers because he was in the NFC. He was the only one that could beat you in the Super Bowl. But you weren't scared about Mahomes, who's been torching them since they were in the AFC. Mahomes. That's what, yeah, no. I think I. All right, let me clarify. I meant Big like. Brain. I meant like in game. You know I what mean, I mean? So, 2028, Mahomes be considered the goat. But uh, oh, no. am I afraid of? Am I afraid of Mahomes? I'm not afraid of. I don't think. First of all, if Mahomes can top Brady's legacy by 2028, by any point, God bless him. God bless him. If he can get 18 years, if he can get, he doesn't need it. Hey, you. To, so what do you think? The Chiefs are winning four super four of the next seven. Wait, wait, wait! Hold on, time out, time out, time out. See, I can see five of the next time seven. Out, I think the team with out. Andy Reid is a dynasty. Well, Andy Reid may not be coaching for another five years. Of Kyle going. Time out. Man, you give that man a cheeseburger, he's gonna coach. That's true. That's very true. That is very true. Two cheeseburgers, even. Uh, so wait, he does. He doesn't need the uh, the Super Bowl rings to surpass Brady as the gold. No, you said 18 years. I was saying he doesn't need 18 years to do it. 18 years of success. I mean, that's he 18, might, might have it. 18 years. That means he only takes an eight. He can't. That means he can't. He can't slip out of the uh, the AFC West lead during that time. He can't. I I don't think he will. I don't think he'll slip out of like the MVP talk for the next foreseeable future. Barney's healthy. I agree with all this. By the way, I agree also, with all. I, I did have a question. You had brought up that Mahomes was more injured than Rodgers. Other than yeah. his ankle sprain, I can't think of an actual injury that he had. He got injured. He injured his knee on a quarterback sneak. Was that the game that Henny had to come in, or was that no? That was that was that was when he got not a concussion, but he hit his neck on the ground, kind of got up wobbly, but then he ended up right. passing concussion protocol. That's why he had to come in. It was a regular season game, like a one week ten, and then he was out for like four weeks. It was the year. It was like three years ago. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, healthy, but, but I mean, a high ankle sprain. Knee and ankle sprains for a quarterback is never good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think he's lying. I don't think he has an ankle sprain. I think he hurt, quote-unquote, hurt his ankle in the Super Bowl. We saw him limp. He was faking it. He wants everybody to think that he's, like, big and tough Patrick Mahomes. He came out and was, like, the next play. He is perfectly fine. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. So, how many... How many Super Bowls do you think Mahomes does end up with? If you had to ballpark it, like as we're standing today, how many more does Mahomes get? I think he will tie Tom Brady. You think he gets to seven? I think he gets to five seven. Five more goes to eleven of them, 
And I think he'll add in... 11 Super Bowls? Yep. And I think he'll add in at least three more MVPs. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Do you think he wins 11 Super Bowls or he gets oh. to 11 Super Bowls? He'll, I said he'll tie Tom Brady. He's seven, so he's seven and four in the Super Bowl. Is what he he thinks he'll yeah. get to eleven, win so seven. So like, he's every. So he's gonna get to like what six consecutive Super Bowls at least. Dynasty. And then you have five MVPs over that time, which means he's going to be Peyton Manning mixed with Aaron Rodgers in the regular season and be Tom Brady in the postseason. Time out. Out. Time out. We're on. We're on wax here. We're on wax. We got this recording. So. Tim, I want this confirmed. How many straight Super Bowls does Mahomes play in, starting when to, and ending? At the most, it'll be three straight. But he'll then take like a one-game break and then go back to another potentially three in a row. Is that streak starting now, like including this Super Bowl? Sure, yeah. He could go to next year and the year after that, and that would be the three. Okay. All right. We will uh... – <sighs> We'll have to table this exact conversation. Yeah, no, I said date the episode because this is bold. February we'll 9th, 2023. So we'll come back February 9th, 2026 to see. It's the 14th. Oh, not even. Oh, sorry, not even. Sorry, 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 it's the 14th. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Look at my phone for that. I want to see, see what Tim says, you know, when it's September, first week of September. We're doing a preview NFL show for the 2023 season. And everyone's got their rosters full. And there's going to be someone who's definitively, probably still the Eagles. Like, what if, what if the Eagles get much better here in the offseason? The Eagles, I'm going to say this right now, and I wanted to say this while Cam was still here, the Eagles will have a major Super Bowl hangover next year. And it's going to start, <laughs> it's going to start, it's going to start in 10 days. When free agency opens up, they're losing half their defense and a couple offensive pieces. I guarantee it. And they will pay. They will pay Hertz. They'll get locked into a big contract. Won't be able to sign superstars. They'll have him, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. That will be the offense. They're losing Miles Sanders. They'll probably lose at least one offensive lineman. Maybe even Kelsey could retire. I can see that happening. Seven of their defensive starters are free agents. So, do you think it's New York Football Giants time in 2023? Is that what you're telling me? It, it could be. It depends on how the draft goes in free agency for them. The NFC East is without a doubt getting stronger, for sure. So the Eagles can't afford to take a step back, but they literally can't afford to stay where they are. So they, without a doubt, will take a step back, unless Sirianni is just an Andy Reid. The, they have this coming year. Be, with Hurts' contract, it probably won't kick in until this following year. So it won't, oh. won't kick in this coming year. It'll kick in the next year. So they'll probably have one more season of him on a rookie deal. You are a Hurts guy. Do you think Hurts then takes another leap this third season? Or I don't think he necessarily has to. I think he's fine where he is. Because like, if he played all 18 or 17 games this year, I think we probably could have seen him as the MVP. Missing three in like the crucial stretch of the year um, kind of solidify that. So you think but, we got a good lead from two to three, but three to four is going to be kind of stagnant? As yeah, far as I don't know. This could potentially like be his like prime these next this year and like next year. Like Camden was saying, Russian quarterbacks, they obviously don't last very long. I don't know how many years we get out of him in the first place. All right. I have a question for you. Sure. Okay, so going back to now Mahomes, because I'm now interested there. 
correct? What do you... Garbage. What do you th think he needs to do to be the greatest? Like, the point, like, statistically, what do you think he needs to achieve to be the greatest? I think he'll need to tie, at least tie, for Super Bowl wins. I think he'll need to pass the touchdown record. And I think that's really it. If he throws more touchdowns, he keeps winning, he'll be fine. He'll get there. Okay. Because, like, I don't I, think people, like, do, you, do you know how crazy Tom Brady's stats are? Do you know how crazy Patrick Mahomes is? Yeah, no, I know that, but it's been five years. Do we know how crazy, crazy Brady's stats are? Brady was 9-0 and in his first nine playoff games. He had, he has he had three Super Bowls to start off. We know that. Obviously, he had that ten year break. Within that ten year break, he did win an MVP. He did already, he did go to two Super Bowls within that break. Then I know obviously the conference championship right now has been the Arrowhead Invitational. It was the Tom Brady Invitational for about a decade, so we still got that. Like, like this guy, I don't know if you know what Tom has done. I understand Mahomes is on the exact path you would need to be to be that guy. But he also did lose to this guy in the Super Bowl, which doesn't help him. He did lose to this guy in the playoff game again. That doesn't help him either. So he's 0-2 against him in the playoffs, I believe. Doesn't help. Um, but I'm just checking to make sure we're not trying to disrespect Tom. I think this is partially disrespecting Tom. Uh, 89,000 yards, 649 touchdowns. I mean, here's the thing. like, For what I said for the touchdowns thing, and even if you look at the yards record, Mahomes has an easier route to passing those. Well, of course, because he's, he's in a game for his entire career. Of he course. should pass those as long as he just plays. So I'm not worried about him passing for touchdowns or yards. Um, I think the Super Bowls is probably what's going to be like the real, the real good decision. Okay, uh, uh, that was the one thing that I was really interested in because. They are that's that's really where it is. I mean Tom Brady's also his Super Bowl stats have been very good. They're better than Mahomes for sure. Um when you're comparing Super Bowl stats, Tom's are kind of they're very much elite. But anyways, okay. That's great. I'm great. I'm glad to I'm glad to know what you think. And I know other people definitely feel the same way as well. I just hope that we understand he's not right now. But no, he's the good. Right now? is <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. He needs to have a... Once he has better Super Bowl numbers than Brady, he'll be fine. But, you know, this is a good start. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Uh, do you have anything else now, anyone? This is that took an unexpected turn. But Kyle, you have anything? I'm good. Uh Tim, you good? I'm good. Alright. As Kyle said, stream the last few episodes of the Warner Brothers Podcast. This is the Warner Brothers Podcast and we are out.